Hey there. <laughs> Welcome to week three. Yeah, episode three. Yep, yep, yep. Episode three. This is going to outline the documentary, What the Bleep Do We Know? I hope you found that documentary on YouTube. I hope you watched it. I hope you understood the concepts that were in it. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did do. Because I've, I've watched it a good handful of times at this point. I am going to break down how that documentary correlates with Chimatica and with the corporation, since those are the two previous series episodes we've had. Like I said, we're connecting dots, so everything is interspersed with everything else, right? You might already be connecting these dots for yourself, which is hopefully what's happening, because the process here is that you are exiting the old matrix and moving forward into the new one with a heightened level of awareness. It's hard to explain it from the English language because of the way that past tense, future tense, present tense exists and the way that time works. But we'll get into that a little bit further with this episode. So thanks for being here. Let's get into it. It is really hard for people to wrap their mind around the fact that they are responsible for the ways in which things unfold for them on a regular basis. Because why why wouldn't you want to feel like the victim of circumstance constantly? It's so much easier to remove how your response plays a role in the things that actually happen to you. It's 10 times easier. Just be like, I'm a victim of circumstance. It's just, I just can't help it. This just happens to me all the time. I can't seem to figure it out. The corporation kind of builds on the superficial level of what is kind of in a power structure of control in this space and why we operate in a like, narcissistic, consume, 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 sociopathic environment. This is part of the power structure, which becomes part of the education process in society. Chimatica breaks down what is actually happening as a whole sphere. So it starts off by giving you a process of creation. It moves a little bit further into what we air quotes think is law Um, what's happening with the brain when it comes to marketing, identification, and it brings it all back home into self-deliverance, self-governance, the ability to be self-determined and take care of your environment as a self-determining being that wants to thrive in its environment and continue to build that into existence. Quantum physics is not that complicated to wrap your mind around as a concept. To wrap your mind around how quantum physics is reality is absolutely a pretty deep thing to wrap your mind around because it states something really, really profound that is. And at the core of all forms of science is theory. So everything that we're actually doing is theory. And quantum physics lends to that exact truth, to that exact notion. So 
I love that this documentary broke down the quantum physics of reality and how it is a possibility every single millisecond parsec at any given point it's a possibility and the special experience that you're having in the human form goes beyond every other thing because of what it lends and what it gets to do with possibility with consciousness with that knowingness this documentary laid out so much cool stuff and i hope that first and foremost you got an understanding of quantum physics that you hadn't had before that was a little bit easier to digest this documentary what the bleep takes it to the next level what it lays out is that what you're doing with your imagination and the way that you are moving your frame to observe this realm and observe the inner realm of what your imagination is doing as you're observing your ability to take those kind of fractal layers back in observation are what gives you the ability to process the possibilities that actually are and remain suspended in a space of that awareness what the bleep lays out the ways in which when we are thinking about a thing and not looking directly at it the brain still conceptualizes that as if it was in front of our faces either way the same centers of the brain are still lighting up because we know this is in existence what we know is that you're potentially sending these particles into a universe that only you are perceiving within your being and they're coming back out with a reverb that is why you're able to use your imagination to project theories and thoughts and pretenses you can apply that same thing to the past that every time you're actually handing energy to the past you are recreating some level of handing present day energy to a space that only you can see the only person that that benefits or punishes is the person experiencing it so the more that you become self-aware self-governing and self-delivering the more you can actually wield that power that is creation in a mode that works for you right here in this physical realm this documentary meant to lay that out for you that you have more power and more control over what you're doing first and foremost with thoughts and that's just one part of it so this documentary took what kaimatica was pointing at which was that you're at a crossroads to make a choice about yourself and moved it into now start identifying all the possibilities for yourself because you can move your life in miraculous ways when you can start identifying that there are so many possibilities for you there is no limitation unless you perceive limitation you set yourself up for whatever your expectation is every single fucking time that doesn't mean that you don't need to be okay with when your expectations aren't met what it means is that you can safely assume that you can set up expectation and the universe wants to flow into that expectation part of it is not setting a time frame on when that expectation must be filled by 
because then you set yourself up for failure by not just assuming that what you need will come in divine timing. You're setting yourself up for this must be done by now. That is also part of the corporation as a control structure over the natural being. So when Chimatica is discussing the natural living being, precious being, that is you, that is I, that is pure consciousness in human form. As a power structure over it that is operating as control, divisive, categorized, hierarchy, brah. <laughs> this is what exiting the matrix is about, is realizing that you create what the next layers of this matrix shall be within these thought frames. And at any given point, you can move into the reality that you are assuming into perspective. It is important to have people that align with you to some capacity or another because that collective building power moves you into new states of quantum fields. It's hard to explain because it sounds like a sci-fi movie. All right, we're going to step backwards for a couple of minutes to discuss what Chimatica brought forth in regards to the fundamental duality in the entire layout of the energetic grid, which holds it all together, right? The atoms, the particles, uh, the nature of the duality that holds it all together. Now, I think this is a limited construct uh, because it removes that there's actually a neutral, that the neutral is technically what holds the duality in place. The ability to observe is what holds it in place. And I think we forget that when we get into discussing the nature of like the way that Chimatica put it down. These are the two fundamental principles and they, they roll into each other like yin yang. But the neutral is the line between the two, the line that encompasses both of them the ability to observe that is the nature of peace now i want to try to not divert from what i'm trying to say here so what i wanted to get into with this last chunk for this podcast piece is 3d printing the way that that duality that nature of masculine and feminine works for creation the neutral is the ability to observe it so that literally is just presence you being here senses intention attention that in and of itself presence is neutral at the core of it. that's why peace is nature like peace is by nature so at the core at the most innate level of observation is the ability to stay neutral now when you get into what is creation it is required to have yin and yang it is required to have man and woman it is required okay it's a fact. It's a thing. It's a fact. You have to have them. You can't create forward without them. You can figuratively. Okay. But in this fundamental matrix that we have here, which is beautiful and divine and has been put into place on purpose as it is, these two things must work together for potential and growth and creation. Now, why then are we in this headspace that is constantly fueling the divisive nature between those two, between the yin and the yang. Chimatica pointed us at the point that it is complementary.
let's take a step back. The reason why I, I left this piece for this space too is because I needed quantum nature in What the Bleep to build onto understanding the fundamental principles that it takes to build in creation. I don't like the process by which people argue procreation, like having children. That to me is the most simplistic form of looking at this, which is fine. If you need to use the most basic and primal one, I'm. it is what it is. Right now, we know that sperm, ovum, both required, can't make a baby without both of them. So we know that. <laughs> and we, okay, argue it if you want to. You can make one in a fucking dish, but you still need these two pieces. They're still a requirement. They're still key and lock. So that's how that goes. Now, we should all be grateful for that and thankful for that, but more thankful for the ability to observe that. And then what do we do with it? Well, first and foremost, once you really start actualizing your recognition of this, which means once you really start putting into practice that you're capable of knowing that things work in tandem with each other, they're complementary each other. You can start seeing synchronicities in your world and start bringing forth more synchronicities to complement that awareness, okay? Then your ability to 3D print, not only with yourself, but with others who become consciously aware, like you are, gets stronger. Now, I think that there's always going to be levels to when you're going through these paradigm shifts, what you're going to go through emotionally because it breaks off old pieces of you to get to new 3D prints of yourself, new versions of awareness that you're like, I'm projecting into this quantum realm and I'm just not taking no for an answer when it comes to what I know I must do for myself and listen to myself rather than doubt. When I say I'm not taking no for an answer, I mean from myself. I'm not letting myself talk myself out of continuing to put in the fucking work, continuing to do the things my heart is here to do. And to do them with the awareness that it's peace by nature. Like, yes, I'm going to get into my feelings. And you know, more often than not, I try to like release the floodgates slowly. Like, so I try to, you know, be one of those people who puts emotions over here and puts them over there. I'm, you know, I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. But I there are plenty of times where my emotions get the best of me. And I just want to tell someone how I feel about it. And I'm not taking no for an answer. And I'm when it comes to myself, right? When myself is like, don't do it. Just calm down. I'm like, no, I must tell this person how I feel. That's a vibe, dude. So there are plenty of times where you're going to break into these new paradigms and it feels uncomfortable. It feels frustrating. It actually feels like out of character. But what's happening is a level of skin shedding because you are becoming aware in this 3D realm, you are shedding particles every moment, second by second. That self-awareness in a very real, present, positive way can ground you right back to where you are. These are moments where you get the opportunity to determine how extreme your response needs to be because we all have a crazy person inside of our heads that can think of so many stupid extreme things to say and do when we're upset to the point that you can have a whole ass argument with a person you're not even talking to in your head like I love this quote of like if a you know like if someone's living in your head rent free 
just I literally like I heard that the other day and I was like, I need to start applying that to my world. Like if this motherfucker is spending any time in my head rent free. Nope. I need to like start serving eviction notices, cutting off ties, doing the work that means cutting cords, saying goodbye to people like in energetic form and literally projecting that into my world. The longer that I spend the time feeding any sort of cord attachment that I have to this person and not visually cutting cords, visually saying, look, see you in February, see you in February. I got to go. I don't know what it means to say goodbye to you right now, but truthfully, that's what I have to do because what, what else can I do when I'm just, when a person's attachment to you is just like, oh, it's fucking deep rooted. No, absolutely not. No, thank you. Not doing that. (laughs) I'm not because it's damn detrimental. Like, yo, it puts me in weird spaces in my head. It makes me have to climb back out of holes on my own. Like, no, no. The point here (laughs) is that once you realize that the 3D printing comes from the others that you surround yourself with, you get a lot more clear and present on who sticks around And who you have to just cut the ties with. Who you just are required to push back on and say, hey, uh, this isn't, this is not going to work for me. Like, it's just not, this isn't going to work. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) for real. It has to be known to you that the ways in which you can manifest and 3D print outside of oneself with others, you begin to realize how important it is to keep the right frame of mind and the right individuals in frame of mind in your circle. And I think it makes clear cut lines for where you stand. For me, the thing that throws my energy back with this awareness sometimes is that people are fickle. Individuals who are operating with egocentric tendencies, including myself, when we get into those spaces, we're super fickle, which means we feel one way and then we feel another way. And then we feel one way and then we feel another way. And that is a very frustrating kind of tug of war. And the people who actually love you, the people who actually like see you for who you are, like they see you, that emotional like tug of war, that fickleness doesn't um, completely elude them. It doesn't make them want to like evade you. People who are not for you, when you do that, they get all like, "Ugh, I don't like the way your energy is. Blah, blah, blah. And that's fine because what that tells you is that their fickle nature is not in alignment with yours. Because if they're going to ever say they're not fickle, they're full of shit. <laughs> Everyone's full of shit. If they act like they're not fickle, I'm sorry, shut up. Look at where you live. It's very easy for people to walk around in a super spiritually heightened space. And some people are doing it at top notch numbers where they're literally like 90%, 95% of the time they are in a super heightened space. You can see it by their actions. You can see it by their skin. Their glow is on point. People are attracted to them like moths to a flame. And that is when you're staying like in your best space of consciousness. That is what at one point in time, was the point of life (laughs) was taught and bred into us as the point of life was to stay in a high spiritual space so that you could be that for others trying to attain that within 
and graduating from this life meant that you had done something very special within this life based on where you were at with that level of development. There were quantifiable ways to look at this. So realistically right now, where we stand, what we need to know about ourselves, number one is that, and the number two is that the people you surround yourself with are gonna play a huge role in the ability to keep that thing bright or to snuff it out. And it's not them doing it. It's you choosing to keep them in your life. It's you choosing to give them energy. It's you choosing, me too. This is something I'm super passionate about it because it's the thing I catch myself in a lot. It's the thing I 100% catch myself in a lot is handing people too much space inside my frame when they haven't earned it or when I need to accept more. I need to accept what it is and stop trying to make it something that I would like it to be. Then that's a, oh my God, that, that lesson's hard. Like it's hard. Let's be real. All right. This is like legitimately been a super long enough good outro segment we're gonna get into the homework for next week you know to be real we shouldn't even have to have the kind of documentary i'm about to tell you that you need to watch in order to air quotes exit the matrix this documentary is called an open secret and the director is Amy Berg. It might be a little bit challenging to find, but if you search an open secret documentary, it's going to um, pop right up within the first search. Now, I have to let some people know, like, obviously, this is going to be a triggering documentary because it's kids discussing their actual experiences. They're not kids anymore, but it's young people discussing their experiences and the things that they went through at the hands of professionals and the things that they witnessed and seen. I remember when this documentary came out and I remember being actively engaged in following the information online when it came out because I've been really serious about talking about this. It isn't until the last two years that it's really hit more mainstream that people understand this is going on. So this documentary is very important to kind of set the tone for you on what you need to know about this piece of it. Obviously, like we do with every episode, we're gonna link together how it's playing a role with the ones I just left with you. But in order to exit the matrix, you're gonna have to get uncomfortable with certain subjects that are pretty taboo, but if we don't discuss them, we can't put an end to it. And I hate to break it to you, but this illness, we need to put an end to. So I encourage you to check the documentary out, do your homework, and we will talk next week. Peace.